Match day live extra reaction to Wolves nil, Brighton 3 from a Molyneux which was near empty at the final whistle. Still has some supporters in here looking shell-shocked really at what they have witnessed as a celebratory Brighton support heads towards the exits now. Huge frustration from we're all turning up here expecting to see a Wolves victory to get the European push kick-started after back-to-back -back defeats. Wolves had two, two penalties against them in the first half. First one from a handball by Romain Saiz that initially wasn't given by the referee Simon Hooper, but VAR told him to go and check the screen and he overturned his decision. And penalty was given, but Alexis McAllister hit the foot of the post and it looked like Wolves had had a huge let-off, but they didn't follow it up. Brighton continued to be on top, continued to dominate, continued to look the most threatening, eventually got themselves another penalty, a hint of offside as Danny Welbeck ran through in behind Willie Bolly. Bolly lost his footing, he clipped the ankles of Welbeck, brought him down, VAR did check the penalty, not sure whether they checked the offside or not, but either way, penalty was awarded and given, and McAllister stepped up, and this time made no mistake, and then... Really, the double change at half-time. On came Raul Jimenez and Pedro Neto for Fabio Silva in the returning from injury, Ruben Neves. We expected to see a little bit more urgency, better tempo from Wolves, and it never really transpired. Brighton, right from the start of that second half, again the better team, they're looking the most likely. It took them until the 70th minute when Leandro Trossard got the better of Jean Martinho in the penalty area and curled one in to get Brighton their second. That was the signal from quite a few Wolves supporters to head towards the exits. And then a late third from Eve Basuma, returning from suspension. Made the game safe and comfortable for the away team. And boos around Molyneux greeted the final whistle. Andy Thompson, what did you make of it all in the end? Well, frustrating uh, watching the game. So, look, again, we're talking about a team that we thought was going to be pushing for Europe or everything but you're just watching that performance and that that's that's the hard thing to take is the performance that we had today so the performance was well below what we, we expect them to be um, the way that Brighton just dominated the game the way that Brighton just uh, eased their way through all different departments of the Wolves team um, the way that they just went up to the fit they, they, were, they were just cruising the goalkeeper Sanchez hardly had anything to do there was a couple of um, opportunities where he's actually had to do something and uh, but on the the look at it so like you would think they'll be very disappointed there'll be some uh, players in there who'll be hanging their heads down uh, with the way that the performance has gone but again it's, you can't just it's the it's the change within the four four weeks that's all it's been four week period started against Newcastle and just the way that well, it's gone I, I, I'm going to put something to you in a second on that, but just uh, Lee Naylor's quick thoughts on this. In, in terms of, listen, you know, you both know what this place can be like when things aren't going for you. The bare minimum that's expected is to see that fight, that battle. That's what these fans yeah. turn up to see. They don't always expect the, the side to go out there and play champagne football, but they want to see some desire. Yeah. I think, yeah. Did they get enough of that today? No, I think that was missing massively from today's game. Um, I think just the application when the start of the game we, we just didn't start the game right and that continued throughout the, the whole game I mean when you're when you're building when you're building up through the back which Wolves do 
and you're doing it slow and there's no tempo, you're not going to add anything. And, and you know, Wolves didn't. I mean, when, when we did get into final third and, and got into crossing opportunities, we just didn't do it. We didn't. We, we, we turned back out and lost the ball. Um, uh, and, and, you know, when, when, when things are, uh, are not going for you, especially with the centre forwards, that's your time to grab your 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 wing backs and maybe your midfielders and, and just to say like put me in put a ball in the box for me like just let me have feed off something uh, and you know there was nothing there to feed off how many times today did we see Tomo situations arise that clearly they work on this stuff on the training ground but it wasn't there to do it in the game and yet it just seemed like they were going through in such a formulaic manner of right you pass here you pass there we clip that ball there it wasn't the right pass it was easily intercepted Brighton looked like they knew exactly what Wolves were going to do and therefore had the easiest of afternoons they could ever have imagined well, well they did and it's, we talk about being creative and making sure that we tip the game to the teams. We didn't do that at all today. We made it easy for Brighton. We were, we were slow with our build-up. We were slow with our passing. Our first touch wasn't great. Uh, how many times did we keep losing the ball because our first touch wasn't good and Brighton just found it easy? Brighton found little pockets of space. They hurt us with the way it is. And look, when you watch games like that, and look, we're never going to say that teams don't try, but you're just watching that we're like a yard off it so look, you're too far away from people by the time the ball's gone the ball's been passed it's, it's gone past you and it's like a knock-on effect when, you, when you're watching it but they just went through all the, the positions of Wolves uh, from the forwards to the midfield to the backs with so much ease and that was the concerning bit was the ease that they had just to pass the ball through these players and look if you're going to compete with teams and as you touched on earlier that they at least want to see their team competing or in the game. We struggled today with that for me. So, look, I've I watched it and you th you're looking at it and you're thinking, you've got to get into them. We're too far off them. Yeah. Too much space. And, you know, the thing is, and I don't like to, I don't like to call people out. That's not what we do. That's no. not what I do. But you can accept it when it's Burnley last week who are fighting and scrapping for everything. This is a very different case here. But, but I've said to you many times, one of the least things that you've got to have in the game is that you've got some fight in the game. Don't matter who you're playing, don't matter where they are in the league, you've got to compete. You both with them. said it in the commentary. Somebody go kick someone. Yeah. yeah. Somebody get it going. <laughs> Do something. It's, it's not nice to say, but you, but uh, like when you're in a dressing room and when when you're out on the pitch and you're looking for something, it's a bit dull. It's you need s something to come from somewhere. You often you often say to a midfielder or one of your players just go and make something happen whether that be a, a strong challenge or just putting the ball in behind them no as defenders we hate the ball behind us yeah hate it, 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 it it's what i don't like using the word hate but um i just it, it, you know you, you don't want a, a ball in behind you as a defender and you did, we just didn't see that today yeah because you're just looking at that as well so like the way that we play everything's in front how many times have we said it and this is going back to the newcastle and just before that as well that everything's played in front of the teams. Everything's played in front of teams, and that's the problem what you've got. It's it, slow, it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it's slow, but it's also as well, nobody's hurting them, nobody's hurting. So Newcastle game, how many times did our wide men get past their full-backs or get past their defenders? Hardly ever. Burnley, exactly the same. Today, when did it, but you got, you got, you got hurt today. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to labour the point, but 
do you think teams look at Wolves now and kind of go, with no Daniel Pudence, we know that there's no one who's going to play that little pass, that little jink who gets past one, gets past two, a little jinky run. But you've got and, more runners. And there's no, and there's no, yeah. tra- there's no Traore, so you're not going to get pushed back that way. And Neto's on the bench to start. So I was just about to say, yeah, that you have a plan B. Have, have something where you can go to where when things ain't going your way in what you're doing, have a plan B. Change it up. And, and Niles talked about it earlier, so you need runners on the ball, you need runners, because you look at it, we was watching it, there was five players, five Wolves players, standing in front of the Brighton defenders. Not one of them going beyond or trying to run or trying to get into a pocket, and it's, and it's hard. Sometimes, old Tom, are we, you, you, you're often being told, as if they're not making that run, make them run. Make them run by putting that ball there. Yeah, and, that, and that's been the problem. So, like, it's... And this is this is coming from, like, the Newcastle... And, it, and it's, it's been games before that as well, where we're just playing everything in front of teams at the minute and we're not hurting them. We've got, we've got nothing. And you said, like, do Brighton come here and find it easy or do Brighton come here and say, look, we're, we're playing this way? But they know the way that they were set up. You looked in that first half, they had two defenders against our two lads up front. They were happy to be like that because they know that they're not going to run away from them and th- and that's that's the problem we, we've we not offered enough going forward and I'm not just blaming the forwards I'll just think that we, we haven't had enough to cause teams problems in that top third we, we either, either with a pass across or running at them we just haven't done it and for, if you're a team I said to you so like, oh, I could possibly still play if nobody's going to run past yeah. me I mean, and, and now it'll be the same so if, if nobody's going to run past you I'm up yeah. if you're in front of me you can have the ball happy all you day, want there happy days yeah. so when you start going the other way is the problem and and at the minute we, we're just not I, d- I just think we lost a, a bit of identity of, of, of what we're about I mean I, I didn't see what we were trying to do today and that's the God's honest truth um, was it with the benefit of hindsight too big a gamble to throw Neves straight back in well, he must have had an idea that he was going to put it because, like I said, getting tied down to Neves. But like, we've got to, we've got to have. Yeah, nothing against Neves because no, he, he actually not, was the one, wasn't he? He was playing forward passes. Yeah, but we've got to, we, we've got to have. If I, like I say, now just to make them run or whatever, but you've got to have people who are willing to run at teams. Yeah. Because if you're just playing everything in front, and again, confidence goes very quickly in football, and you saw it in the games that we played again today having an extra touch, extra pass, looking slow, uh, miscontrolling things. And again, when you're playing it with confidence, as Brighton showed, that first-time passes, little balls around the corner, go, and, and finding the targets. Yeah. We never did that today. I think... Sorry, Mark, he was going to talk. No, no, go. No, I think when, when, you, when you've got a player fit, as in Neves and Neto, I think you start them. I think we were saying this before yeah. the game, Tom. Yeah, you, you, start, you start Neto, but... Like for me, I don't think that was a mistake. I think you, you go and start those boys. You got you get minutes in the legs. I mean, you, you wouldn't want to bring them on, and then have to bring them back off again. You, do you know what I mean? So I'd rather start with them. Because what? Uh, listen, the, the the what does it do for the confidence of Fabio Silva, who has not scored all season, is entrusted to start, knowing that Raúl Jiménez is there, and then gets hooked at half time. It's football. It's not nice. It's, it's, it is football, but it's, it's not football. nice. It's not nice. It's not nice. So, like at the end of the day, so like it's that's what football is. If if you're not delivering what the managers ask you to do, i.e., create opportunities, be a nuisance up front, score goals, and you do none of the items above, 
you've got to, you, something's got to be done. So look, you can't tell me that he, he was happy with the way that that team started in that first half because they offered nothing going forward. They struggled going forward in that first half. And again, you you got players in that Brighton defence who aren't the quickest. I'm not saying they, they can't run, but they're not mm. the quickest. And we never once tried to run past them. And we've we got this tendency at the minute to keep checking back, keep checking back in all different positions. And if you're playing teams who are good teams, well-organised, which Brighton are, all they're going to do is suffocate you. And that's what they've done today. Um, OK, let's widen this out away from today. 15 Premier League defeats this season. 10 of them were 1-0. Three of them were 2-0. They lost 2-1 at Arsenal, that's when they led, and things turned around late. And the Leeds game that I'm going to talk about on a separate issue in a second. The only game this season that Wolves have come back to get something from a losing position, having conceded first, was at Aston Villa in the final 10 minutes. So that's only three points picked up from a losing position. Now you know that I'm sad enough to have gone through and worked out the stats. <laughs> we know. So let, we let, know. Well, let me tell you. Last season, picked up 15 points from losing positions. Yeah. Season before that, when we finished that's seventh, that is massive. 21 points massive. from losing positions. 14 points in the first season up after promotion. Three. Three points from losing positions. This is the same set of players. Why is the diff What's the difference? <laughs> like it's, it, it's strange, isn't it? Because Wolves are in a decent position in the league. Yeah. Like you take everything away, like take everything away and look where they are in the league. Would you have took it at the beginning of the season? Absolutely. Yes. So when you start to look at things like that, it, it, it looks a bit different. But because of what we've seen out here, just you, you, you kind of get but, a bit mad. But there are two wolves, yeah. clearly, aren't there? <laughs> yeah, there no, are two yeah, wolves. No, no, I'm with you. There I'm is a wolves. You. There is a wolves that takes the lead and wins football matches and got themselves yeah. into the yeah. European well, shakeup. Yeah. And there is a wolves that when they concede, they lose matches and they're effectively yeah, that's not good enough. Relegation I mean, for them. If you if you go on an average there and you turn it around, they're in Europe. Do you know what I mean? From yeah. what they've done in previous seasons, if you go on an average there, <laughs> you're talking about you're talking about them being up there. And it's not, it's, it's a tough one, mate. mate. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's a tough one to take. And it's almost impossible to put your finger on a reason why. Yeah. But, well, yeah, today, effort. Yeah, I, I, just, I just think there was second to everything. Second to the ball, second on controls, second possession. I bet there was second in possession. I'll tell you what, Brighton wouldn't come here and think they're going to have an easier game than they had today. They had an easy game today, Brighton. They found it comfortable all afternoon. Um. In, in, I mentioned that Leeds game because sometimes, and it, maybe you'll both tell me wrong, tell me different, having having played the game. This is from the outside. This is just a, a generic view from the side, right? But sometimes moments happen in, in seasons. Wolves off the back of three defeats, three crucial defeats, Arsenal, West Ham and Crystal Palace, smashed Watford, won away at Everton, and then were 2-0 up and cruising against the Leeds team who were in massive trouble, probably could have gone on to get loads more, off, and right? Raul Jimenez gets sent off. Sending off killed the game. So. Oh, yeah. But, but, but it seems to be a massive turning point, doesn't it, with the way that we've played? But since then... Because I'll tell you what, that first half, it could have been five. Since then, they went on to lose that game with some crazy defending that we hadn't seen from them no. all season. They scraped past Villa, then they lose at Newcastle, they lose at Burnley, and now they lose at Brighton. 
uh, home to Brighton. And it's the manner that they've lost is the, is the problem. You just look at that as, uh, as that Leeds game done something to them. Because the second half, say after the sending off, it's a totally different team. Because that first half against Leeds, they played really well. I know Nevers went off, don't get me wrong. So look, the sending off was massive. Yeah. But there's got to be something that's yeah, happened good, to them. It'd be good to know what the mentality is yeah. down there in the dressing room, to be honest with you. It'd be, because we don't know what's going on. We have no clue what's going on. Yeah. Um, but something's, something's changed massively. Um, as you can imagine, lots of angry messages. Uh, do keep them coming in. I obviously can't read quite a few of them for lots of different reasons, although there are still a few messages about uh, Tomo's attire today, which, <laughs> which does give me... Good job it's deflecting it then, isn't it? On the bright, brighter note. Yeah. On the brighter note, yes. Yeah. It's, it's been the, the one <laughs> point that's got, that's got me through today, if I'm honest. <laughs> the fact that Tomo looks like a model and he's just <laughs> getting better it. and better. Love it, mate. Um, okay, so Chelsea next up, then Man City, before, Nor I mean, Norwich are, Norwich are gone, oh. so... Who well, knows? But they they might play with a freedom that's well. That's completely the that's different. the fear, isn't it? That they might yeah. play with freedom. And Liverpool. No, I just mean, the, just the we could be the the total decider for them. The, but you, you're always on shot. This is this is what I'm trying to say to people, and and I always say to to my players like, you might have nothing to play for, but you're always on show. You are always on show. So make sure you apply yourself correctly every time you every time you cross that cross that white line apply yourself in the right way how do you approach it at Chelsea do you uh, for the rest of the games now because they're not they're not completely out of the European shaker because teams are playing each other yeah but they may well be so do you go to Chelsea and do you start to look at the likes of Luke Cundall and Chem Campbell who's hit 13 goals for the end of 23s this season I, th I think you've got to play you've got to pick the team that you think is going to win the game I think that you don't matter who the selection is, um, because he's got a, a bit to work on now for in, in the week ahead. But he's got to pick what he thinks he's going to win the game. What are going to give Chelsea a game now? And look, it's going to be difficult at Chelsea. So look, it's going to be difficult in the remaining games. But like for me, I think he's got to pick a team that he thinks and believes he's going to win the game for one reason or another. He's got to try and pick that team up. He's got to try and get them in the right frame of mind to go into the game at Chelsea, thinking we can win this game. If it's on the back of what they've just seen in here, and I'm, so, I'm sure they'll watch it, um, they're not going to be happy. They're not going to be happy. The manager was frustrated. He's probably, he's very anima animated usually. For me, today he was quite subdued for him. I know he's still waving things on and doing that, but I think that he's like basically was frustrated to date. I'm sure the interview with the press, mm. I'm sure that he's not going to be happy with some of the stuff that he's going to say. But I would just say, you got to, no matter what you've got left, you've got to be picking a side that you think is going to win the game. Would you watch it? Would you, would you watch it? Is there, is there ever a point where you go, do you know what, there's no point everyone watching this back because we know that that wasn't, that wasn't good enough. Let's just put that beyond us. I think, I, I, I think as a manager, you, you'll watch that back more than any other. Well, he game, will watch the, it, yeah. The, the, then but the, do you make the players the, watch the, it? Yeah. Because, well, not what... You, you, look, you don't watch 90 minutes back. I was going to say, you'd pick key yeah, points yeah, yeah, out, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, you'd have key points in, uh, in, in, in times in the game where, where you're, you know, maybe all at sea or what, what's he doing here or what's, he, what's going on there um, to figure out... <laughs> You know, if you if you can put that situation um, 
put your players in a better place in that situation. Um, but you definitely have to watch. And these are the games that you, you, you probably have to, you know, look into more than the ones that you win. It's going to be an interesting place in that dressing room. It's going to be an interesting place at that training ground. Well, there's ground. going to be a lot of players in there who are feeling sorry for themselves with the way that things have gone and the way and the performance what they've done. Um, but you've got to be professional. You, uh, one management or the backroom staff, they've got to find a way to get their, the, the players' heads right again. Because yeah, at mean, the end of the day, they've got to get their so players up for the up for the fight with the the last few games. So in that case, is it not necessarily a bad thing that they're going to Chelsea because? It's, a, it's an easy one to get yourself up for at Stamford Bridge. Well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping there's going to be a yeah. good reaction. We, we, we tend to do well against the better teams. Yeah. We do. Yeah, it wouldn't be beyond them, given Look, everything we've said no. now, to go down there. By the way, they, they don't become bad players overnight. No. Yeah. That's the thing. And so Lee Naylor's point is a good one, isn't it? They are in eighth. Yeah, uh, exactly. As frustrated and as angry as some people will be after You tell this me, game. would you take, like I said, would you take eight? Oh, yeah, it's not the hands off at the start after of the season. The after three games. After three games. After three games with a new manager, you just snap your hand off to be in this position. Not but this is the problem. You raise expectations. They raised expectations by the way they played. Yeah. Then, you know, transfer-wise, you haven't really brought anything in. That's, that's, I was just about to say that that's the big problem. It's the tra he hasn't been able to bring in uh, the players that he wants at the moment hopefully the shackles will be off in the summer for him but who knows what's going to go on if they, if they want to be self-sufficient running as you said that's going to be interesting if you want to challenge at the top of the Premier League can you do the both I don't know we will wait and see there is plenty of more weeks to come when we can discuss what happens in the summer Ah, so that was that was one of the worst experiences, I think, of the season. And we will hope that... Well, I'll put it this way. I had my mic away from my face more times than I've ever done today. <laughs> yeah, but that was just to let everybody see that beautiful, see that attire, that beautiful yeah. tan. That beautiful tan. And double uh, denim. I'll tell you what. Aren't you gl glad that I wore this to uh, make you cheerful uh, today uh, rather than actually that yeah, game? Yeah, I mean, Fancy dress next week. Uh, not this week. He's won it. Look at it. <laughs> I say, some people say you should never wear double denim. Tomo's just proved that wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. When you, when you look like this guy does. Like, uh, you know, if he grew his moustache back, be like Tom... Be like, really going back to the 80s. He'd be like, Tom, he'd be like Tom Selleck, this guy. Tom Selleck. Oh, yes. Like Magnum PI. Magnum, yeah. <laughs> What a model. Uh, and on that note, thank, thank you very you, thank much. Thank you very much, Michael. Andy Thompson and Lee Naylor with us here on Matchday Live Extra from Molyneux, where hopefully there is better to come as Wolves have some big games left for the rest of the season. We'll see you all soon.